Well, hello, friends. We got another great episode uh, here for you in uh, in my podcast, and uh, we're going to talk today about this uh, thing that that happened at this point last week. Uh, there was a crazy thing going on uh, in Nashville, the, sh- the shooting thing that everyone is aware of, and uh, uh, and and discuss not only that particular event, but why it's so important, especially at Easter time. This is our this is our Easter message here why we need Jesus in culture, why we need Jesus and what the resurrection means to all of this, why everybody needs to hear about the resurrection, why the resurrection is good news for everyone. And boy, do we need that in our world today. So without any further ado, here we go. All right. Uh, hello. Hello, hello, peeps. Great to see you. And happy Easter. This is actually Easter week, and uh, we're so excited about that. Um, uh, man, it's, it's, it's the big holiday. Uh, it, it's it's, it's, it's the, the emphasis. It's the exclamation point on the gospel. Resurrection Day. That, that's what I like to call it is Resurrection Day. Amen. Right? Because that's what it's all about is the resurrection. That's right. And I got, I got two awesome dudes here in the studio with me today who are just as excited about the resurrection as I am. Uh, the first one, of course, is my good friend, the one and only Don Medicus. We love him so much. Thank you, Don. Don, pull back your shirt, man, like Superman real quick for, the, for everybody so they can see it. I can unbutton it yeah, quicker. Dude, this guy's like Superman over here. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Where did I start flying around? We're around. wearing our new merch. <laughs> there it kind of looks like somebody I know. It does, doesn't it? Oh, I love it. I love it. Fantastic. AJ has the same shirt on. I, I do, yeah. I'm wearing yeah. the same shirt. Yeah, yeah. You can see it right here. And uh, we also have, uh, sitting in the co-host chair with me today, is Bob Popa from the Men's Rally. So we're excited. All Bob. right. Thank you. Pleasure uh, to be here. The Men's Rally in the Valley. So if you live in the Mahoning Valley, then uh, uh, you can attend. Or or if you're outside the Mahoning Valley, drive out. It's actually as the Saturday before Easter, the day, the day before yes, Resurrection day Sunday, before. right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that, Bob. It's going to be on April the 8th, so we're right smack dab between Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday, Easter Mm. Sunday. It'll be Saturday, uh, the 8th of April, and uh, we're having it this year. We moved the location. Uh, First of all, let me tell you the theme to the rally this year is to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Doesn't get any better better than that. And uh, things are different. We're changing things up. We're kind of going with a new uh, paradigm, uh, and that is that... uh, uh, this is uh, going to be on uh, you know Easter weekend, so we've shortened it a little bit. We've moved to a new location. All the years we had been at Cavelli Center, but uh, this year we're having the rally at Stamba Auditorium, which is uh, located on Fifth Avenue in Youngstown, of course. And doors open at nine o'clock at Stamba. Uh, at ten o'clock, we'll begin the men's rally. We're, we've reduced down to three speakers. We found out that a lot of the guys were, weren't staying for like the whole day. It was like yeah. a long day for them, and that. So we have three speakers that we're going to have, uh, and we probably will be finished up around two fifteen or or two thirty. Uh, for the rally, so fantastic! No yes. reason why you can't come. Stanbaugh is a nice location. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice and cozy. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, it's, it's, I know I've I've attended it uh, several times. You know, over, over the years, and um, 
uh, and it just, it's, it's a great, great opportunity. If you're a man, uh, if you're, if your son's old enough to go, you can do a father son thing. I mean, you can go with your dad, you can go with your friend. Um, it, it just centers around guys. And I think the kind of things that men need to hear in our culture today, I think our culture is just so filled often with bad examples yes, with that, uh, you know, yeah, this, this kind of stuff is just great. And, uh, you know, we, we need more of it. So, so thank you for joining us here today, brother. My and, pleasure uh, to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So, uh, so glad to have you. And, um, uh, I just think it's great what you're doing. In fact, I, I kind of wanted to launch into this discussion because I think it's all pertinent to the stuff that we're talking about here. Um, and that is culture. We've seen something take place here, you know, national tragedy. There's a shooting at a school, a Christian school mm-hmm. in Nashville. And we have basically a transgender shooter or what has right. become known yeah. to be a transgender shooter. So, um, you know, this is troubling for, I think, a lot of reasons. Uh, and and one, of the, one of the things that a lot of Christians are sort of clamoring for is, is more attention on the fact that this, in some form, maybe at least should be framed by the media as, as Christian persecution. Be- because I think you often see it portrayed the other way uh, when, it's, when it's a Christian or it's mm-hmm. someone else, you know, persecuting, you know, the, the other faith or, or the other person or the other cultural identity. Um, so, so I think there's, there's that, that sort of piece of it and, uh, you know, w- without getting into grim detail about the event itself, I guess, it, you know, it was six people are dead. Um, several of them are kids, uh, just a, a very, very troubling thing. And, and I know that my first reaction when I, when I heard this, and, and I know it's, it's not just a cookie cutter answer. It, it's just so easy for, for those of us who are church people, we love Jesus. We're in love with Jesus. We know, mm-hmm. we know Jesus is the answer. Um, it, you know, it's, it's not just a matter of, hey, well, they just need Jesus. Yes, they do just need Jesus. But this did happen in a Christian school. It happened to Christians. Um, but the person that was guilty of this particular crime obviously was a troubled individual who is, you know, kind of having issues with uh, her own sexual identity, her own identity, mm-hmm. not knowing who she is, uh, certainly not knowing who she is in Christ, in God, how much God loved right. her, yeah. would have loved to have, you know, made an impact in her life, uh, loved her as she was. I, I think that that's one of the, the sad things that you see happen today with the, uh, the transgender movement, some of the stuff that's happening with like liberal ideology today. It's contrary to a biblical perspective that accepts the person as they are. Right. And, and you, you've yeah. heard it said in church before. I remember at men's, men's uh, events that, you know, I would be at it at my church years ago, Bob, you know, one yeah. of the sayings was Jesus loves you just the way you are, but he loves you too much to leave you that way. You know, that was one of those, <laughs> one of those old, old school, you know, Christian statements. Yeah. And, Amen. And, and I think it's kind of like a great example of like tough love, men, you know, man, man love. And I, I think there's a, a difference between masculine love and, and feminine love. Um, I heard, Jordan Peterson speak on this one time, and I, I thought it was a really good explanation. But nonetheless, you know, uh, God loves us. God wants the best for us. And that's why God should, be, uh, should play a significantly more active role in our government, in our schools, mm-hmm. in our societies. Um, and and there's, there's really no reason that he shouldn't be. Other than right. we don't want them there, and so um, and, and so that was where my mind first went when I saw this tragedy. I, I thought, you know, um, churches—we've got people, you know, that are directing 
different events, whether they're for men, whether they're for women, whether they're, in, I mean, from a church perspective, trying to share the love of Christ with people. I, I was a part of a, uh, of a local group here uh, that would go around for, for several years. I was, we would go to certain hot spot crime areas and we would share the mm-hmm. gospel with people mm-hmm. and, uh, and have, you know, a tent and we would, we would have gospel presentation and music and, and make snow cones for the kids and have bounce houses and, you know, we would, so, so the church is active. We know that, that, that the church is active. Um, like I said, you can see it from the men's rally here in the community. Uh, you can see it just from the number. We're, we're blessed. We're blessed in our community with many churches. Yes, um, we are. Amen. Especially having traveled recently to the Middle East where there, uh, in the parts that I was at, there were no churches. Wow. None. <laughs> Zero. Here, here there's, a, there's a church on every block. So, uh, you know, what what are your thoughts on this tragedy, Bob? Um, and you know, how, how do you think we could? Because I know this is a big part of your passion, what you're doing with the men's rally, and, and how do you see what you're doing maybe as a part of the solution to what's going on in our culture? It seemed like it really hit home to me because this is happening way too much. Uh, that of all things, it the you know Satan is getting into our school through these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, it kind of hit close because we have a uh, uh, real close uh, nephew of ours that's down uh, in uh, Nashville, and he has a, his real estate office is very close where wow. he actually could look and actually see the school. Wow. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you knew, but I, from what I understand, is the the troubled one, the shooter, actually was counseling with the pastor of of the school my goodness and the little his little girl yeah was one of the nine-year-olds that was killed i think yep yep i I saw that they targeted they targeted her yeah just uh just incredibly sad i I saw a picture of of the child i think with the pastor i think that was the picture that i saw uh, you know the little kid and and just just brings tears to your eyes dawn you have any thoughts on the uh the event here i just really feel that the people that do this have some type of mental problem or they have a a life problem going on in their lives. And this is how they take it out. And I, I don't see why you would kill innocent people because of this. I just don't see it. And personally, if you got that much of a problem, take yourself out and quit taking out other people. Right. I know. Right. Yeah. That's uh, I mean, that certainly would be the thing to do. Obviously there are mental issues there. Yeah. And, and I think too, I mean, something we shouldn't rule out is uh, you know, demonic activity. Oh, definitely. I mean, we're, we're all believers in the Bible. We, yeah. we know that uh, we have an enemy. We have an enemy that wants to destroy us and it's not just an, a nameless enemy. Like, you know, sometimes we hear, you know, people preaching and they, and, but it, it's a, it's an enemy with a face, the devil, Satan. I mean, yep. he's, he's the deceiver. Right. Uh, he's he's out there like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Uh, we, the three of us in this room, and many of you in our listening audience, have you've been saved out of this world. You've been saved from his clutches, and so you understand. Uh, but many people aren't, and many people uh, succumb to some of these these things that 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 are uh, that go hand in hand with the spiritual warfare. And, uh, you know, so we don't know what was going on in, in her head and in Audrey's head. Her name was Audrey Hale. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know. I mean, we pray for her, her family. We pray for, uh, for her. We hope, you know, wish the best. Uh, but again, um, it's, it's really hard for us to focus on what happened 
so much as I think we should focus on where do we go from here. And to me, it brings us back to one of those problems. Oftentimes today, I think there are just too many rules. We've talked about this many times in this room, but uh, too many rules that seem to push God out of places in our culture. Mm -hmm. Uh, The idea of separation of church and state, as it's come to be understood today, uh, manipulated by attorneys or politicians, to mean something that it didn't mean by our founders. Um, I, I think it's very clear when you actually study the history of this country that the people that founded this country saw this as a Christian nation. They didn't see it as a secular state. It was founded on the Bible. It, yeah. That it, was their, what they used in the schools yeah. for teaching was right. the Bible. I mean, the Bible, it was good enough to teach uh, cultures and civilizations and, and Western civilization, literacy. Mm-hmm. I was just watching something the other day that Geography. was talking about that. I mean, yeah, all those, all those kinds of things, yeah. right? So it teaches us about God. We, and, and so we, we have to have that. Um, this country was we founded needed. on Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. Religious yeah. freedom. That's why they came to America for religious freedom. Yeah, yeah. And, and so right. it, it's undeniable. But so people today, are try, they're trying to strip that out. And they're trying to make it uh, difficult for people to preach the gospel, people to share the name, above all names, Jesus, the only one who has the power to save, the only one who has the power to help a transgender person who's confused. Amen. The only person who really has power to help somebody who's suicidal or homicidal. Um, the one who cast demons. He had a, Jesus had authority over demons. And so if Jesus had authority over demons, why are we pushing him out of our schools? Why are we pushing him out of our government? Why? And, and, and it, I, I'm looking at you. If, if you're the one who's, who's doing it, why would you push the one who has the power to save out of the room and out of the situation? We need him. We need our Bible in our school systems. Amen. We need to stop being taught evolution. It is not true. We're teaching our kids that they came from monkeys from the time that they're two years old, and we wonder why they behave like animals Mm -hmm. when they're older. We need to to pray. I mean, government settings and everything, Bob. You know, it was was one single woman who got prayer taken out of schools. Mm. One person. Yeah. Right. (sighs) You know, and... uh, And people are afraid. The church often backs down. It's like we get afraid. Not realizing the strength and the power mm-hmm. that we have in the Holy Spirit and our God. Uh, and prayer alone. It's something. Yes. And prayer alone. You're right. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's a good point, Bob. It was one woman who, who got prayer taken out of schools. Um, and, of course, you got the, the onslaught of evolution, which started coming about, like, maybe in the early 1900s, really, in the school systems here. Uh, they were, you know, trying to and successfully. I mean, creationists, especially young earth creationists, e- even though— Evolution doesn't make any sense to me, and I could give you a logical argument for younger earth creationism. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're looked at like we're stupid or crazy or lunatics, you know, tinfoil hat-wearing people. And uh, and to me, I, I don't see evolution. When I look at the fossil record, I don't see, uh, you know, I, I don't see any missing links. They're, they're, they're called missing links for a reason because they're missing. They're not there. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, I, I think... Things like this in our culture help us to see where this is all coming from. It is not that somebody had the idea to do this in culture. This is spiritual warfare. Right. Without a doubt. We have an enemy who's trying to destroy us. I mean, Bob, you're gathering a bunch of men in our community 
what would you say to them? I mean, what would you say to them and their families about about all just just what they should do? I mean, what they should do in times like this? Well, they need to be the spiritual leader first of their of their family, mm-hmm. and that's why. Uh, uh, Men have really dropped the ball as far as that. How many yeah. single moms are there? They have a couple of kids. They have to work maybe two jobs. How can you keep an eye on your kids when you're having to work all the time? Yeah. You know, and uh, priorities. Yeah. <laughs> right. You got to pay the bills. Yeah. You, you know, and it's it's a shame, but you, you have to do. Well, that. yeah, I'm saying you're like what you're saying is the kids should be the priority, right? I mean, oh, instead of I us, doubt. yeah, instead of us trying to keep up with the Joneses yes. and you know having 14 yep. jobs and that's it. So uh, you know, maybe have maybe. Maybe be content. There's a there's a Bible word for 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 us. <laughs> Contentment, right? Be content with a little bit less, and uh, sow into the next generation a little bit. Maybe serve at your church, or uh, you know, make a positive impact. Have your own rally. Start start yeah. a rally for for your group and your community. Yep. Right. The ra- uh, one of the best things about the rally is it's absolutely free. We didn't mention that when we were talking about everybody. Yeah, bring, yeah, yeah. Bring your neighbor, bring your dad, bring your brother-in-law. Yeah. Invite anybody you want. You can right, walk, right. In, walk in the yeah, door. Yeah, I saw that you have Kevin Sorbo, who is the, um, he was in, was it God's Not Dead? Yes. Was was mm-hmm. he the atheist professor in that movie? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yes, he, he, was he was the atheist professor that yeah. got converted. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin was. And uh, how did you connect with him? Did you just reach out to him or? Yes, exactly. Okay. You, you reach out and find out the people's agent and then you talk to them and that. Uh, and, you know, you come to a, you know, a fee for yeah. them to come out and, and that. But uh, uh, Kevin has got quite a testimony and uh, we're really looking forward to him. Of course, he was. Well, we her- saw him get saved on the movie. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's quite a testimony. He was uh, Hercules uh, in uh, The Legendary Journeys, which happened to be the most watched television program in the world because it was well, yeah that's what i remember him from went international yeah. right and then uh, uh also he did uh he did a, a uh, movie that's going to be released this summer called and it's about president reagan it's called reagan and he plays the pastor of the president oh get out yeah yeah wow. and i don't know if you saw it it was a little like for a limited limited like four-day run but they had the he directed and starred in the latest uh, Left Behind movie. I did see that. Yeah, I haven't. That, I have not seen the movie yet. My wife yet, and I got but, a chance to go see that. And yeah, it was saw his face the, on there. Yeah. Okay. It, about the it was the rise of the Antichrist. Okay. So and cool. it was it, it was it, it was uh, it was really good. So yeah, good stuff. Well, I, I do want to segue a little bit because you know there's obviously this incredible tragedy that's, that has taken place, and I think we're just processing. We're sort of talking about this ourselves and. Um, you know, we can see some of the positive impact you're making in the community. We can, you know, see uh, what what's going on. And uh, we want to leave people with hope. That's really what we want to segue to. Because we know the answer. And it's Easter. It's Resurrection Week. It's Resurrection Weekend. Like, we know the, the, the one true God. He's made an impact in our lives. And so... Um, so I, I, what I wanted to do is maybe just kind of go around the room here. And, you know, at, at Thanksgiving back in the day when we'd have a, a Thanksgiving church service, mm-hmm. we would, uh, you know, give people an opportunity, an opportunity to give testimony. So, um, so maybe, maybe your favorite, uh, how about if I ask you both your favorite Easter message, f- favorite Easter memory, face, fa- favorite Easter moment, hmm. and uh, and I have you. I have you tell me that, um, Bob. Could I start with you? Yeah. Wow. 
I just remember that how holy it was. And, uh, I grew up going to church, uh, every Sunday. Uh, my sister and I had like 12 years perfect attendance in, in Sunday school. Holy cow. We attended uh, Ukrainian Orthodox church wow. in Sharon, wow. Pennsylvania. Okay. Cause my uh, grandparents were uh, from the Ukraine, came from the, the old country as it is. And, uh, so, but, uh, but, uh, so we had we had those Easter meals, you know. We had a big Easter get together. I think a lot with family, you know, going to church, okay. worshiping God, uh, and then having time with uh, with family. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. I, me too. I, I can think of uh, family uh, events, things like that. Um, gosh, favorite. Uh, f- well, let me ask you this: Did they cook Ukrainian food at uh, at your gatherings, and what what kind of food? I mean, we- I, I shouldn't have passed up on that so quickly. We that was more Christmas. Okay, Christmas, uh, uh, Christmas was January seventh yeah. because it's a different calendar. I, is there a Ukrainian Easter food? I don't think so. Okay. No, no. Okay, we had uh, Grandma made the best uh, you know, breaded chicken, yeah. ham, kabasi, right? Uh, sweet potatoes, uh, mashed yeah. potatoes. making me hungry. <laughs> I know it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how would you say that that played into Bob, your uh, who you are as a man, uh, a Christian man? I mean, your your upbringing and some of those traditionalists. I mean, you mentioned basically, you know, your sort of family memories there. Yes. So, well, that uh, those family memories were were just so so important to me. However, at the time, I believed in God, and that, but I didn't have. I had more. I had religion rather than relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't have a personal relationship with Christ like like we do, and in what Jesus wants us to be. So um, uh, now I look, look back at it now, uh, but uh, I still covet all those days. And my grandma and grandpa, of course, long gone, and my mom and dad, and and but uh, but the closeness of family, and I think where it affected me now is. With all the Christian men that I'm with now, the guys from the men of faith, it actually started out, I guess it started out as like 10 guys in a Bible study. Now we have 125, 130 men from maybe 50 different churches who get together on the third Saturday of uh, every month and have dinner, uh, have uh, breakfast at the Dutch house. And we have a speaker, we have music, uh, you know, and... I love those guys. I love yeah. being with those guys. Uh, we lost our leader, uh, Bang Newton, last year. And he started the, uh, he was kind of instrumental in starting the men's rally. Was it his vision? I remember uh, personally being at, I don't yes. know if it was the first year that, uh, you know, we were starting that back up and, and right. you all were doing that, but at a pastor's breakfast, like maybe at least 10 years ago. I don't remember how long ago it was. It probably was 2010 when it was going to start. Okay. I'm sure that's what it was. Uh, actually, uh Bing was thinking, he says, you know, we had gone through the 90s, and we'd gone through all the promise keepers, all the promise keepers. Uh, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. promise keepers. Yeah, I remember yeah, I, promise I went, keepers. Uh, went twice to Indianapolis and twice to Detroit, a couple times in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Just loved it. It was just great. And main wonderful fellowship. I think it's so important in men to be able to make it. You, you, need, you need somebody that you can confide in, that you can be accountable to. Yeah. Uh, and I, that it's so important because we all have problems, you know, and, and or temptations, and mm-hmm. you need you need a brother. You need a brother like that that you can count on who will be there. If you call him at 2 o'clock right. in the morning, he'll, 
he'll, you know, he'll, yeah. he'll talk to well, you on the phone. Yeah, you can think about some of the problems that we're having in culture today. And, and I think probably part of the problem is people don't have real relationships, right? real right. accountability, real relationships, you know, where uh, um, somebody can call somebody, you know, instead of getting a message, hey, I'm about to go kill a bunch of people, like, you know, hey, hey I need help. Yeah. Like where you're setting the stage for those kind of relationships. So, you know, love, uh, yeah, love what you guys are about and what you're doing there. It seems like a lot of these people that are creating these horrid crimes are loners. Yeah. You know, they don't, they're, they're not, you know, they don't, not close to anybody. Right. They don't know what the love of Jesus is like mm-hmm. yeah. between two people. Yeah. Amen. Amen. How about you, Don? Favorite uh, Easter Resurrection Day memory? Well, I go along with Bob in a lot of different things about uh, the family getting together and that. And uh, we would have ham and cabbage. It's more of a German uh, okay. side so, of it. Okay, so there is a, there is a German That's our Resurrection German Day food. But anyway, it was the family and getting together. And I, was, I came from a Catholic religion mm-hmm. and, again, went to church like every Sunday. Very rarely did we miss but there was always something that was drawing me closer and closer to the Lord over years. Yeah. And then when the Ten Commandments came out, you don't dare come in the room and start talking when I'm watching the Ten Commandments. Right. Oh, yeah. It was I, like I was holy, just watching it last night. Yeah, it was yeah. holy ground, you know? Yeah. And you had to be quiet. And I, I would tell people, <laughs> shut up and sit down. I want to watch this, you know? And I might have seen it at that time 20 times. Yeah. But I wanted to see it. But anyway... It, it, I wanted that close relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I wanted that burning bush, uh, what Moses went through, yeah. I wanted that burning bush experience. Well, lo and behold, I didn't know that you could have that. Now I know you can. Yeah. And what a difference it made in my life. And now Easter isn't candy and bunnies and peeps. And, and we had all that when we were kids. We even had live peeps hmm. and live bunnies that my parents bought for us. Holy cow. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. And you would keep them, you know. But anyway, not to get into that. But we would have all that. Plus your big Easter basket with all the candy and all the toys and stuff they would put in them. But when I finally got to where I got saved, Easter was totally different. Now it's not that yeah. it's the res- resurrection of Jesus Christ yeah. and how much more that means than some bunny or some peep or candy. I mean, I'm not saying I don't like it, but I just love yeah. the fact that Jesus Christ rose from the dead after three days. Yeah. And now that's what we hinge our faith on is what he did for us, not only on the cross, when he arose. Amen. Yeah, that's what it's all about, right? I mean, that's, Jesus is the reason for the season, like they say at Christmas time. And uh, you, you gave me a great segue into into my, my Easter memory, uh, thinking about that movie specifically, The Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. I remember, as probably you guys do as well, they always play that like on today. I don't even know. I don't watch like uh, network television anymore, but um, they used to always play it on one of the channels right. on uh, the week before Easter or something yeah. like that. Um so I, I've been watching it the last couple of days. Of course, I can't watch. I don't have four hours to watch it in one sitting. But <laughs> <laughs> the last couple of nights, I've watched little segments of it because I, I I own a digital copy of it, and uh, and I got to so I got to watch it with my son last night. My son and I watched it for a little bit, and we got to actually see. Uh, of course, we know the person of Jesus Christ, and and we know the fulfillment of 
the story and the burning bush, but uh, we got to go see Mount Sinai in person. So that's going to uh, kind of tie it in. at home. Bring it home. Yeah. The, yeah. The, yeah. the parting of the Red Sea location where, where it all happened. Um, my main point for you is this, if, if you're listening to this, it, 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 we want you to know that the Bible is true. Amen. It's all true. It's true. You can take it at face value. Um, and I've been studying it for a lot of years, and so have, have all of us in this room here. We've never seen any reason to doubt it. To the contrary, we've seen reasons to doubt the people who don't believe in it mm-hmm. and, the, and, and the, the, the things that they say. Uh, honestly, they're way crazier than the stuff you're going to read about in the Bible. When you start trying to figure out the meaning of life, if you're in, a, in that kind of place where you're trying to figure that out, the Bible has a lot better answers for that as to why sin and death came into the world and, and what the ultimate solution is. And we've got the good news of the resurrection that Jesus is going to wrap it all up. Right. And he's going to fix this stuff that we got going on today. Uh, in the meantime, he's put the church in the world to be a part of the solution today. It's not perfect. Right. We're, we're a bunch of broken people ourselves, but we're doing our best to try to make a difference and share this thing called the gospel with other people. That gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ. And Mm -hmm. so uh, I want to finish by telling you the gospel, that you can be saved out of all the death and the carnage and the despair that we see happening in our world today. You can be saved out of that. And the cool thing is it's not something you got to work really hard for, and, and maybe you'll get it in the end, or maybe you won't. No. You can have it with absolute lockdown assurance just by expressing faith in Jesus and in the Bible and in what he did. You don't have to understand everything. That's not what faith is. It's, it's the opposite. It's just saying, I believe Jesus died for my sins. Amen. And I believe he rose again on the third day. I Amen. can't fully understand. It's okay to not understand how that's possible. But just to say, Jesus, I'm willing to trust you with my life. And so I want to encourage you to do that today, because I said that prayer many years ago. I know both gentlemen in this mm-hmm. room here, uh, they've said that prayer, and, it, and the Holy Spirit is real. The Holy Spirit will come into your heart, into your life, and change you. And so I want to offer you a, an opportunity right now to say this prayer, uh, to say this prayer because the Bible says that all those who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved, all. doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're halfway through some kind of gender transition. It doesn't matter what you've done. That's right. What matters is what God did for you. Mm-hmm. And he is a miracle working God. Amen. No yes. matter how low you are, resurrection day reminds us that you can be resurrected. Like I was resurrected one day. You can be resurrected too. That's the gospel through faith alone in Christ alone. Just say this prayer with me right now. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Romans ten nine. So say this with me right now. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner, and I need a Savior. I ask you to come into my heart and change me. I believe that you died for my sins and rose again three days later. I don't understand everything, but God, I express faith in you right now, and I ask you to forgive me, give me your Holy Spirit, make me born again so that I can live for you and experience your life every day from here on out. In Jesus' name, amen. If you did say that prayer, we are so, so excited for you. You may not realize this, because I don't know how that felt, but you just got brought into a new family. And so we are excited. 
Uh, Dawn, thank you so much, Superman, for being here. Thank you for revealing your true identity. Uh, as always, appreciate you. Love you, brother. Bob, thank you for joining us as well. Yeah, thank, and, you. And, uh, thank you so much. Go to the men's rally. Go yeah. to the men's rally if you're here the day before Easter, if you're in the Youngstown, Mahoning Valley area, or even if it's drivable for you, go check it out. You'll get to see Kevin Sorbo and others uh, give some encouraging messages, some great worship. You'll get some great fellowship. Uh, most of all, don't forget about the resurrection. Don't forget Amen. what Jesus did for you, uh, because that's, that's what this holiday is all about. Miracles still happen because our miracle working God is alive. Amen. He's alive. He conquered the grave, and so he can conquer anything that you're going through. We love you in Jesus, and we'll see you next time, folks.